Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hustle. I'm Travis Apple, the host of this podcast. And after spending my entire career in the sports industry, I want to continue to find ways to give back. Give back to individuals that want to get in this business or individuals that are currently in this business that want to continue to excel at an elite level. For those of you who know me, hustle has always been important, hence the name. It's crazy. It's season four already. I'm going to have the privilege of sitting down with industry experts to discuss their career path. We're going to discuss three key topics that are currently in this industry, three hustle hot seat questions, and three pieces of advice, all under 24 minutes. Now, under our guests this week. Many times working in baseball may scare some people off due to just the amount of games. However, if you have the right mindset and outlook, working in baseball can help elevate your career. Our next guest spent the majority of his career in baseball before landing a role in the MLS. I'm excited to have Jake Winowich, Vice President of Ticket Sales, Service, and Operations at the Chicago Fire. Jake, welcome to the show. Hey, Travis. How are you? I'm great, man. Always a pleasure catching up and connecting with you and, and certainly excited to, t- to dive into your career. You're going back from the beginning for you, Jake. You grow up in Pennsylvania. You attend Penn State University. We won't start talking Big Ten, but you receive a degree in, in public relations. What ultimately got you into sports right out of college? Uh, honestly, I always knew I wanted to be involved in sports. I was on a, a wrestling mat when I was four years old. I played every sport growing up and, you know, just always have been happiest around sports. Uh, what I didn't know is, is what could, that could actually look like. So when I went to Penn State, didn't have an exact plan, but, you know, felt communications would, would at least give me an opportunity to, you know, increase that skill set to be able to talk to people and to communicate better, whatever I decided to do. Uh, it was actually an, an internship in minor league baseball in my hometown right before my senior year of college that kind of opened up my eyes to, to there being more than just the, the players on the field and, and what, a, what a job in sports could look like. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that first role with the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Yankees in minor league baseball, where you end up spending two and a half years. Thinking back to that time, what's one piece of advice you would give all listeners of what you wish you would have known back then? Yeah, I think the, the thing I banked on then is, is don't be outworked. Uh, well, even when I was offered the, the job there, I, I told the VP, I said, I don't know if I'm going to be any good at selling anything because that wasn't the, the path I was anticipating. I said, I'll be the, the first one in, the last one out, and I'll, I'll make more calls than anybody else. And you know, that work ethic quickly separated me, uh, especially in minor league, minor league baseball. And that's one thing I would encourage everybody. Don't, don't wait to do that. Do that from day one. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously this podcast, 52 Weeks of Hustle, it's certainly all about hustle and work ethic. You know, Jake, much of the understanding of minor leagues is you're able to get experience really doing a little bit of everything. And and you spent two and a half years there. What was it like for you and the team knowing that one day you're selling tickets, you're helping with a community event the next, and then you're a mascot on another day? That was was certainly my experience. Uh, On rainy days, we would actually make our sales calls in shorts and sneakers because we knew when that bell rang, we'd have to be down on the field, either pulling the tarp on or off the field. And uh, yeah. we actually set a, an organizational record my last year of, of most tarp pulls in one season. So something I'm, uh, I'm proud of, but that's uh, why you're built like a brick house now. That's exactly why. <laughs> but one thing it taught me was, was just to learn from everyone you meet and every opportunity you're in. I, I'm happy to be in, in major league sports now, but I wouldn't have changed that, that time in Scranton. And, I got a chance to meet a lot of people, understand and see a, a variety of different roles and you know, really get my hands dirty. Uh, it was a, it was a great experience. You know, and then you, you transition to the, to the big leagues. You, you get the opportunity to go sell with the Houston Astros of, of major league baseball and ultimately into leadership with them. Why well, was making that transition to professional sports, the right move back then for you? 
Yeah, it was it was probably you know less traditional answer. We had uh, problems with our drainage in Scranton, so I found out we were going to play every every game the next year on the road. So as a seller, not a not a, a great opportunity. And my girlfriend at the time, wife now, was in a, a leadership development program and was having the opportunity to to launch her career in Houston. So the timing just made a a ton of sense. For me, that that move to Houston changed my life in a number of ways. I was born, raised, went to school, started my career all in Pennsylvania and uh, would probably have, have always been in Pennsylvania if not for that. But it, it pushed me well outside my comfort zone and you know, forced me to, to prove myself without a, without a fallback plan. And it's also put me in front of some incredible leaders like Jason Howard and PJ Keene. And, and with Jay and PJ, my, my view of sports change from a job to a career. And, you know, I, I'm forever grateful for that opportunity. Yeah, no, absolutely. You end up spending almost five years with the Astros. What was the most difficult part of that transition from kind of the minor leagues to professional? Uh, the cost of the product. Uh, it was a <laughs> yeah. mindset thing more than anything else, but I always tell people four fulls behind the dugout in Scranton cost $2,880. When I got to Houston, it was 16400 bucks, And uh, I needed to improve as a seller, ask yeah. questions, discover needs, and you know provide solutions. But it was really a mindset thing. I had to change my mind of, of yep. you know, that not being a ton of money if, if you find the right value for it. And the rest was just the change. So my first couple months in Houston, we got a new owner, a new VP. We changed from the National League to the American League, our new mascot, new colors, our logo changed, uh, just about everything but the stadium we played in and the name of the team changed in my, my first three months. And yep. luckily, I, I chose to embrace that change where, where a lot of folks didn't. And, and, you know, the best thing I could have done, I was exposed to incredible leadership, I learned to sell face-to-face and honestly learned a lot of the best practices that are foundational in what I do today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jake, after a great tenure with the Astros, you transitioned to the Big Apple with the New York Mets, where you ended up spending six and a half years overseeing record-breaking group sales teams. And much of baseball is certainly about group tickets. What advice do you have for listeners on if they're out there thinking about the sport they want to work in? Yeah, it's a good question. When I get, get asked a lot, I don't think it's as much about the, the sport as it is the opportunity and the people. Um, Houston is where I, I learned the importance of people. And I, I try to tell young sellers and young professionals, it's not where you work as in the city, the league, the team, the team performance. That certainly hasn't been a, a part of uh, right. my background or the base salary even. It's the, the people you work with that are going to have the biggest impact on, on how quickly and how, how high your career can grow. And, you know, to me, that's most important. I was a, a baseball fan, but not a diehard. Yeah. Uh, what baseball meant to me was, was more the opportunity it provided. 81 home games, 40,000 seats. Uh, I started off on, on the, the new business FSC side, but eventually transitioned to, to groups and ran with it. Because that opportunity was there. You were always going to have an opportunity to fill those stadiums up. Um, so that was that was a huge part of, of, of why I did what I did. You know, Jake, several times throughout this podcast, you've talked about the value of people, right? And, and that's, I've always said, people lead, everything else follows, money, title, responsibility. And you surround yourself with the right people. That'll provide that right opportunity for you to make an impact. And, you know, I, I love what else you said is, it learns and teaches you not to look at this as a job, but a true career. 
You, you can't be in sports looking as a job. You're going to work way too many hours. You're going to miss way too many personal events and you're not going to get paid as much. Like it's got to be a true career and a true passion for you. Couldn't agree more. You know, as, as you think about your time with the Mets, again, you and the team were doing some astronomical numbers in group sales. What do you feel like you and the team did to have so much success? It's a, it's a good question. I'll go back to that. The people, again, uh, at our peak, we had a team of incredible people uh, with a strong mindset. I, you know, one way I looked at it, it wasn't a 10-game homestand. Our team was looking at it as 10 opportunities to host clients and get in front of fans. When you have that kind of mindset, you're going to be successful. We also modeled our, our group's team more like a, a traditional new business team than what a lot of group's teams look like across our industry. 80 to 100 plus calls, focusing on getting face-to-face -face with appointments, targeted campaigns, events, strategies. Uh, we even built a you know first-of-its-kind full-fledged group service team. Where we had a number of service reps who are going back and working with our, our group leaders instead of treating it as new every year. And just kind of, again, all that combined it to change the mindset. And then I know culture is, is kind of a, a buzzword in, in, in the industry right now. But the environment I always look to create is constructive competition. I want each person to push to be top of the board, scratch and claw to hit their, girl, their, their goals and break records. But do it in a way where they're lifting up the people around them instead of tearing them down. And I've seen it go both ways. But. Um, you know, our time there when we were we were setting the you know some records in Major League Baseball, we were as close to that constructive competition environment that that I've seen um, day in and day out, just trying to be best in class. Yeah, you and the the leadership team certainly built something special and a lot of you know very very successful sellers. You recently transitioned to the Chicago Fire, the MLS as the, as the again as the VP, and this is your first time out of baseball. What's what would you say is one main similarity and and one difference going from baseball to soccer? Yeah, I'd say on the day-to-day, the -day, it's mostly similarities. Uh, I think a lot of the best practices in our industry carry over from, from league to league. Uh, the importance of hiring the right people, commitment to training and development, which in New York we were really, really high on, investing in inside sales, the, the freakish work ethic, getting face-to-face, -face and you know, all the uh, established best practices that we talked about before. But uh, certainly some, some differences, too. First, the supporters. Uh, supporters in soccer uh, are a whole different animal. That's been a lot of fun to be around. Mid-season tournaments. So we we yep. won on Monday, so now we have a match on Friday against Club America. It's, it's just a, a lot going on there. And then uh, my first three home matches, we left in a draw. So, so yeah, leaving right. uh, leaving at the end of the day, not knowing if you won or lost. Or lost. Yeah. It was supposed to be was, was brand new to me. But uh, probably the biggest change going from you know a decade plus of 81 games a year to, to 18 home matches has been uh, kind of nice, too. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, Jake, you and the leadership team, you're certainly starting to build something really special with that business. What are you most proud of since you joined the team? Yeah, we're, we're, we're moving fast, but um, a lot, uh, a lot I'm proud of in a, in a short period of time. First, the, the leadership team uh, we brought in is impressive. I was looking for strong leaders that come from good shops across the industry that have seen what success looks like and really proud of, of where we landed with the, the leadership team we have here. Uh, we've also, you know, in a short period of time, raised our eye level. Uh, we've set the largest gate in, in Chicago fire history and, and depending on where we land, potentially MLS history this year. And 
Uh, we've also lead the MLS in, in new suite leases for next year. So all these things, you know, I had a vision for down the road, but it's happening even quicker than expected. And, you know, super proud of that. Um, and again, back to the people in process, I'm, I'm impressed with how quickly we've been able to get some great people in here, get some best practices established. And, you know, like you said, this is the beginning of something special. Um, so we're, we're going to keep fighting to improve until we are the, the best in class ticket sales and service team in, in professional sports. So that, that's the challenge we've, we've put in front of us. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again, we're here on 52 Weeks of Hustle. The guest today, Jake Winowich, Vice President of Ticket Sales Service and Operations at the Chicago Fire. And Jake, let's get into three hot topics. You know, first question one, we've talked a lot about your minor league experience and even baseball experience in general. What's one thing that minor league teams do very well that you believe most professional organizations should try to implement? Yeah, I think what I take away most from my time in Scranton and appreciate is the all hands on deck mentality we had there. Everyone worked every game. Everyone was pulling tarp. We had post-game fireworks that were really popular and they always fell on the field. So everyone was picking up the, the scraps at the end of the night and, and it didn't matter what department you were in, what your title was, uh, everyone chipped in. And I remember being you know pretty low on the, the totem pole there in an entry-level sales position and appreciating that, that all-hands-on-deck mentality. Question two is, as we discussed with your career, you've made moves and now recently moves with a family and, you know, with, with Janelle and Zeke moving with you, what's your advice on, on just in general, whether it be personally or professionally being willing to take a risk? Yeah, these, these decisions get, get harder. Um, <laughs> so when you're, when you're young and single, that, that decision gets a little bit easier, but when you're, when you're advancing in your, in your life and your career, it's, it's difficult. Uh, as I reflect back, and I mentioned earlier, that move to Houston was probably the boldest move of my life, pushing yep. me out of my comfort zone. And um, I, the advice I give to people in general about taking a risk is if you're doing it for the right reasons, uh, and for me, that's surrounding yourself with the right people, take that risk. Um, this example, you know, moving to Chicago for the fire, my family and I, Janelle, Zeke, we loved New York. Uh, but going through the process, we, we believed in Dave Baldwin, the, the president of the fire and Joe Mansueto, the owner, and um, having the opportunity to have a president like Dave with a background in ticketing and, and someone he's done, a, he's got in front of prospects every single match this year. That's just something you don't get a, a team president to do. And, yep. you know, an owner like Joe, that's, that's willing to give complimentary parking next year for every one of our members, just these kind of resources. Um, it ended up being a no brainer for me. And, 
uh, like you mentioned, Janelle and Zeke are rock stars. So, so that makes some of these decisions a little bit easier too, having them in my corner. No, that's awesome. And, and finally, question three, Jake, you know, we, we, you've talked a lot about process. And one of those things you, you mentioned with your time at the Mets and certainly your time at the fire of just being able to get in front of people, going on appointments, thinking big and no matter what they're selling. And, and when you have appointments, when you have the amount of phone calls, when you have a lot of moving pieces in professional sports and really in any sports and certainly in sales, a lot of it comes down to being efficient and effective. What's your advice to anybody, no matter what role they're in, on how to be the most efficient, effective person they can be? I think it starts with preparation. Uh, you know, either before you leave uh, that, that night or when you get in early the next morning, having a plan for your day. I think that the, one of the biggest problems in our, our industry is busy versus productive. You can be busy. You would be busy all day, every day, and it will never end. But are you being productive? And we spend a lot of time training on that, talking on that. Again, I, I've been doing this for a decade plus. I still don't consider myself an expert in time management. It's something I'm cognizant of and you know, constantly thinking of. And then maximize those opportunities. You mentioned face-to-face and appointments. We get to Soldier Field Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we make sure our team's taking advantage of that. We're hosting events. We're transitioning out of offices or Zoom appointments, whatever we can do to be as effective with our time as possible. And you know, it's a, it's something you, you just have to constantly think about, not go through the motions. Awesome. Jake, what a great career and exciting journeys you've already had. As you think back, what's been your best memory? A lot of good memories. I think for me, it comes down to opening day, uh, seeing that sold out stadium, everybody in their new gear, being surrounded by your coworkers and knowing you had a true impact on, on the ballpark that day. Um, those were emotional for me and, and yep. something I'll never forget. This year, we've got the, the match versus Inter-Miami in, in October. 60,000-plus people going to be at Soldier Field. Um, that should be an, a similar experience for, yep. for me, just knowing how hard we worked and how quickly we've improved. So I think those tend to stand out the most to me. No, that's awesome. Well, Jake, ton of great advice. Certainly fun to hear about your journey. To close it out, I like to put our guests on the hustle hot seat. So you ready for this? Uh, I, I hope so. If you had a boat, what would you name it? Uh, you know, I don't spend nearly as many much time on boats as, as you do, but <laughs> if I had to name a boat, I'd probably go El Rey, R-E-Y. Uh, it means the king in Spanish, and it's, it's also my son's middle name, Ezekiel Rey. So I, I'd give him the shout out on the boat. Nice. That's awesome. Well, you are more fashionable than me. So what's a fashion trend that you would love to see come back? Uh, more fashionable than you, yes, but uh, probably not the expert in this field. Uh, when I'm not wearing a, a suit at work, it's usually a, a sweatshirt and a flat brim for me outside of here. But uh, I did wear a, a bucket hat the other day for the first time, and I didn't hate it. So so maybe that'll... Bring them uh, back. <laughs> that'll be at the fire team store before we know it. If you could go to dinner with anyone, who would it be? Uh, this one's easy for me. Uh, Kobe Bryant. Kobe has always been my, my favorite athlete, not only what he does on a basketball court, but his grit, determination, competitiveness, mindset, uh, always inspiring to me. I would have I would have done anything for a few hours uh, with him over a, a good meal and, and get a yep. chance to pick his brain. So um, that would have been my my dinner date. I love it. And, and finally, Jake, to close it out, what are three key takeaways you'd give every listener to be in your shoes one day? Yeah, the, the first is, you know, what I've based my career on, I know is important to you. It's just don't be outworked. Uh, others may have more experience. 
They may have more natural talent in some capacity, but but you alone control how hard you work and you know nobody can take that away from you. Yeah. No, uh, absolutely. Seconds the the one I've been I've been covering probably too much, but over and over again, it's you know, who you work with and work for uh, has as big an impact as anything in career in, in determining the success of your career, especially early on. So I always tell people to, you know, choose people. And then the third one, and I consider you one of these, but find great mentors. Uh, I've been super fortunate in, in my life and in my career um, to find good friends and good mentors in each stage. And, you know, having a core of people that you can, you can trust to give you genuine, honest advice and feedback is just invaluable. Uh, and something I would encourage people to do, not just at the organization you work, um, but, you know, throughout the, throughout the industries or, or outside the industry. Jake, this is awesome. Thank you so much. What a great career. Always a pleasure talking to you, catching catching up, and certainly appreciate your time and expertise and our friendship. Thanks, Trav. I appreciate you too. We'll get you on the L Ray soon. There you go. That'd be awesome. Well, again, this is Travis Apple. Thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Hustle. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with another industry leader. Have a great week. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.